Hey, pumpkins. Welcome to another episode of Copulators Die First. Hi. And as always, our episode contains spoilers. Heavy spoiler content. And if you haven't already seen the film, go ahead and press pause now and we'll be right here waiting for you when you're ready. Yeah. And now, on to this week's episode. When father and son coroners investigate the death of beautiful Jane Doe, they find increasingly bizarre clues. Hi, Nick. Hi, Ash. How are you? I'm good. Um, just, I'm. I, I was processing the the Google description of this movie mm-hmm. after you dramatically read it, mm-hmm. and my immediate thought was, "How short?" I mean, but I, for as long as this movie kind of was, yeah. I guess that's true. How short? How short? Short and sweet. And I think that's what this episode's going to be, right? Um, yes, because little gay meeting in session, you think you have a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. My husband is uh, trying to finish a huge paper for school that he wants me to read before I go to bed. And I'm a grandpa. I know. And I want to go to bed. And it is Sunday night. And this is like a special night edition of CDF. Oh, by the way, this is Copulators Die First. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome back to the chat line. Welcome back to the patch. Um, yeah. Uh, callers, let us know um, uh, who you want to devote a song to, and then we'll play it. Mm. And, Thanks, yeah. Loveline. Basically, uh, what the fuck? Uh, what the fuck's that woman's name? Oh yeah, uh... um, Delilah. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Delilah, or whatever the fuck. Lovely. Um, yeah. Tr- treat treat others as you would like to treat them. Love is not just an emotion; it's an act, a way of life. And spread that love, especially during this the holiday season. Um, I'm so excited for this holiday season. I just had my first round of friendsgivings, and yeah. um. The food was delicious, but it was also painful to digest right now. But it's fine. Mm. What just just because in general or like hashtag um, dairy like what? hashtag um I finished up the last of my moving this week and uh-huh. the weather was subpar and I think it has definitely um kicked in my uh one a year of being sick. Gotcha. Yep. You know, so what a way to jumpstart my week, right? Am I what right? Am I right? Way. Yeah, what a way what a way to say, Hello world, I am here and ready. <laughs> except you're not. Yeah, um, it was um it was a straight Friendsgiving, which was nice. Okay. I don't have too many of those now. Yeah. Which I'm very thankful for. So yes. shout am... out to my straight friends for taking care of me for the evening and mm-hmm. feeding me both not not only turkey, but there was also ham. So Oh wow, they got both the meats. Yeah, um, Emily Emily is a master in the kitchen, so shout out to Em because Holler. Yeah, she even Leanne had to stay home because she had to do homework, much like Arthur. Mm-hmm. So she sent her not only dessert but also dinner. So Oh, I love that. Emily Hibbs, you the real MVP. Um you know, honestly though, like in this season of thanks. Yeah, um, season of thanks. In this season of thanks, I'm very thankful that my life is so queer. Um, 
I feel like, I mean, obviously I live in New York City, so, like, there's a gay bubble here, but, like, you also have a gay bubble in Cleveland, and mm-hmm. it's just, it's really nice to keep yourself, like, nestled in there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that includes the A's and the LBGQAI, so, you know, allies, hashtag we love you. Um, and, yeah, so I'm thankful for that. I'm also thankful for that earlier today. We went to go visit our friend who has a senior dog who... Uh, probably on her last leg and we had plans to go see a movie in Asbury Park which is probably where Arthur and I will move eventually to live our like best gay life but we're just not there yet because money Um, Mm -hmm. but you know we just like ended up saying well if we can't go to the party we'll bring the party to you and her dog is lovely Um, and in the course of having this like last minute brunch at her place Arthur said probably the best thing he ever said, which is, anywhere I am is gay. That's fair. I understand that fully. Um, I was also just thinking to myself, it's expensive as fuck to be gay. Just saying. It kind of is. I mean, and there's that whole, like, you probably don't have dependents, so you're, like, a little bit better off. But, like, (laughs) I mean, we all have life expenses. And, I mean, not to get into it, but you and I both know that, like, my father royally screwed me when it comes to financial things because he decided to steal my identity when I was younger, but we're getting over that. And sometimes um, that's the thing know, that unfortunately happens in the way of life. Yeah. And, and that is actually far more common than you think, but we're getting off on a tangent and we wanted to make this short and sweet. So back on topic, um, we're talking about this movie. Um, and it's the autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, and... I enjoyed it. I've seen it three times now. And every so, time I have enjoyed it. Yeah, I. this was the, my first time viewing it. And I will say I liked it. But I was not expecting the twist that happened like three mm. quarters of the way through. Mm-hmm. And then I was left in this place where I was still watching the movie because it was happening in front of me. But I was like, I can't tell if this was a smart move or like this ruined the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, because we have a spoiler warning, y'all can go screw yourself if you want to be angry that we started talking about the the twist. But I think in general, I was like, wait. So the twist here is that this is the body of a woman who is from That's colonial- the whole twist. Yeah, the whole twist is that it's the body of a woman. Sally, it's the body of a woman. I mean, let's be honest. How often do you find the body of a woman in a basement buried in peat, you know? Um, um, I'd like to think not frequently. Yeah, but I was just like, oh, so she's supposed to be a Salem witch woman from colonial era. And then I was like, uh, hmm, I don't know if I enjoy that twist. Because, like, everything developed very quickly, but also was very slow at the same time. And I had a hard time believing that these guys, father and son coroners, uh, figured out that this was the body of a woman involved in the Salem witch trials that quickly. Um, But I, I mean, who's to say? I'm not a coroner. I don't live in Massachusetts. Um... And maybe this is just something that's more deeply embedded in the veins of, you know, 
the folk that live in the Massachusetts area. Um, it was a very strange way of bringing about that subject. Yeah. I mean, Abby, like, I already went in knowing, like, this bitch is possessed in some manner. Right. Um, I honestly thought it was going to be more like she was the victim of an exorcism. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. the demon didn't get out of her. So now the demon was going to harass them boys. Um, and, like, quite honestly, I think if it was as straightforward as that, I would have liked it more because I feel like the very sharp left turn we took into Salem Witch Trials territory was like too sharp of a turn. It was a hard right turn. I yeah, I I just I really had like I had to adjust myself. And because this movie moved so slowly and quickly at the same time, I did have the time to adjust myself. Um but overall, it was a good movie. I definitely like it. The visuals are great. Um, I think my favorite part is is that a woman w- was paid uh, as an actress to play a dead body um, for, you know, an hour and a half movie. Right. And and so did she just basically walk around set naked, spray painted, and then when it was her time to be in scene, she just laid there? Cause that's, or was I mean, it like... Uh... Like, was she green suited? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it seems like a pretty sweet job is all I'm saying. Right. Um, And yeah, so definitely enjoyed it. I was not expecting the twist, but overall I'm like satisfied in it. Um, And interestingly enough... Uh, there's two versions of the movie poster because I always IMDb dive. Mm-hmm. And there's one version that has a different actress on it, but like in the same cadaver pose as the woman that actually ended up being Jane Doe in the movie. Oh, weird. I'm excited to see what that looks like. Yeah, I was just like, huh. I mean, it's just like basic white woman, let's be honest. But um, yeah, so this. It was written really hokily, though. I mean,. Like the dialogue yeah. between um, Austin and his girlfriend, oh. hokey, hokey. I mean, and let's be honest: the moment the girlfriend comes onto screen, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna die!" You know, mm-hmm. I can um, guarantee it. Yeah, and a guarantee. guarantee. Um, but I was not expecting for Austin's father to be the one to kill her by accident. Oopsie, oopsie, and also excuse me because that was a burpee. <laughs> um, anywho, so. Um, yeah, I guess let's just get started. So, um, how about we switch it up and we do our ratings right now and then dive into everything else? That's fine. Um, I know, um, let me just pull up the Rotten Tomatoes really fast. I just had it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 86. Okay. Metacritic gave it a 65. Yeah. IMDb, 6.8. Okay. All right. 90% of Google's user, Google, Google, Google users, wow, English is hard today, um, liked this movie. Dem Google users always love every movie. So. Um, this is available on Netflix for free. It is. As opposed to paying twelve ninety nine to watch it on YouTube. Truth. 
Um, um, yeah. I will happily give this a three and a half. Yeah, I was thinking very much middle ground. Um, how I'm going to give it a 3.5 as well, just to round it out to a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like pretty much on par with everyone. Um, and I feel like everyone, if we put everyone in a room, you know, if IMDb was there in just like a singular person form and so is Metacritic and Google users, like we would all agree like, yeah, like it's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that is that. But um, yeah, so seven out of 10, Autopsy of Jane Doe. My first question for you is, how upset were you with the animal cruelty in this film? It made me sad. It made me super sad because I'm not much of like a cat. Like I like cats, but like I am such a dog person. Mm-hmm. But like Stanley was a gorgeous cat. I know his little like, his little mouse friend that he caught. Yeah, and then like he's just like, hey, uh, guys, I'm keeping your morgue mouse free, which seems like a very important thing. Um, but he's also just like, you know, th- this is this is my kingdom, and I rule it, and like. You can pet me if you want, but his his coat was just like this gorgeous, like fluffy. He he was he was cute as hell. Like um, I would take him home, um, to be mine. Which and says a lot. It does, um, because he's not a Frenchie. Um, right. But then, like, also, I was not expecting for him to die, but then he did, and I was so distraught. Um, especially because of the way he died. The fact that the father was like, let me break your neck right now because he was mortally wounded. Yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't take it. Um, I agree. uh, And this leads me to my other question. Fuck, Mary kill for this movie. Um, It's kind of hard because one's already dead. (laughs) Uh, Technically, yeah. Technically. Um... (laughs) Man, so my choices are two dudes, huh? I mean, two dudes. <laughs> or I'm gonna corpse. include. I'm gonna include Stanley. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, can it be like adopt, marry, kill? Because I would adopt Stanley. Okay, sure. Because you can't yeah. marry a cat, unfortunately. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. My plan was to say that I would marry Stanley. You could. But, you could. Uh, Go ahead, marry Stanley. I approve. I approve. Um, I would adopt Stanley, uh, probably kill the dad and handshake with Austin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so (laughs) I, I would, as I've already hinted, I would marry Stanley. Um, I think I probably mean adopt by that, but like Mm -hmm. also whatever. I can live my life the way I want. Your wedding ceremony would be so cute. He could wear a cute little bow tie. I would love that. And I would hold him and I would cuddle (laughs) him and be like squishy mooji. I think I would kill the girlfriend just because she's annoying. I agree. Um, And oh, spoiler alert, she dies anyway. Um, But I would kill her. like, Like she would come on screw and I would be like, no, you're dead. She was so annoying. Mm hmm. And then, I don't know. Austin's annoying. The dad's fine, but he's like old. Old, yeah. Um, maybe the police chief. I would fuck the police chief. <laughs> Officer Shelby. 
Shelby? Yeah. Shelby? Yeah, sure. I Sheldon. mean, he's, he's probably been around the block more than Austin has. And Austin just seems like he wouldn't perform very well in the bedroom. No, I don't think so. Um, so there we go. We get that one out of the way right off the top. Um, I feel like we've been doing movies lately that where, where it's hard to do fuck Mary Kill. Um, so I we mean, have to get creative, you yeah, know. Yeah, it shouldn't be easy. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh okay, so how about Death Spooky Bitch? Which parts of this movie to you were spooky bitch? Oh, um, I thoroughly enjoyed when they cut her open and they could see like the inner scarring of her torso. Oh yeah. It was actually text. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um I also liked the part where the hallway got all foggy. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I would say in general the visuals were very good for this film. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's the same director that did scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that would explain it to some point. Um, I, okay. So, here's my thing. I want to name this episode Ring My Bell because okay. of the funeral bells. I agree. Um, and, like, it was a really good idea to be like, this is a thing that exists in the world. Let, let's use it in, in, right. in our concept. But I feel like they could have used it better. But I could not, I could not not name this episode Ring My Bell because of the funeral bells. Um, and so, like, the first time that, like, they're locked in their office and you hear the bell, um, like, coming down the hall, I was like, oh, bitch, it gonna go down. It gonna go down. And I then, like, clench. something happened. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. And then at the end, Jane Doe's toe wiggled and there was the dingling of the bell, but she wasn't wearing one. Right. Um, so what the fuh? And also, like, there probably won't be a sequel here, but I wouldn't not watch a sequel to this movie. I feel like the, her not wearing a bell or anything of that sort was kind of a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like her not animating in some way or another was a miss. Like, like her body not burning, that was cool. Right. Um her organs being all fucked up like yeah so like obviously they like pulled her skin back and there was all those uh, like tattoos like what like scars like whatever i think it was like scarification yeah um i really enjoyed the part where the dad at the end was like give me all of your pain and then it was like cool to see it reversing on jane doe and going into him and stuff yeah But I think in general, um, you know, being a medical professional, my question always is, how medically accurate is this? Mm -hmm. And for once, I wasn't actually concerned about if it was medically accurate. I was more concerned about the fact that this movie as a whole was very triggering for me uh, for all of the reasons why when I was in undergrad I decided not to be a doctor because the cadaver lab was like semi-psychologically scarring for me because I was very not comfortable with the thought or act of cutting into another human whether they were alive or dead um 
And I was just like, oh, we going to see everything. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, and then, like, I guess I got a little bit used to it by the end. But, like, when they were, like, snapping her rib cage and, like, all that stuff, I was like, oh, God, I'm not a doctor because of this. Like, thanks for reminding me. Um, but, yeah, so... I think all the body stuff was cool. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, most of it was fine. Um, the one thing that I was like, really, was like their little uh, like Hardy Boys situation. Whether like going under all the microscopes and being like, huh, what's this? What's this? Oh, I get it now. Let's piece it all together. Oh, I got it. Um, it's just that that was like, nah, nah, you don't. Like that was way too quick. You did not discover in the course of like five minutes that this woman is actually not dead and in some type of like weird witch state because of you pulling out like a flower and a cloth from her intestines. Like that's not how this goes. Totally, um, totally makes sense to me. Uh, yeah, when I'm a, um, I mean, yeah, you know, like I, I see a cadaver and I look at it and the first thing that goes into my mind is like, we need to first rule out that she's not a witch, you know? Yeah. I mean, going forward, I feel like that's the best yeah. course of action. Like we need to call the American Medical Association and be like, you have it wrong. We need to redo all of your standard operating procedures. Number one on the list for training for coroners needs to be look at the body and first determine, is she a witch? Yeah, that's the box you check off first. Like, that, never mind, like, you know, yeah. chain of custody things, et right. cetera, et cetera. They're going to have to redo all the forms. They're going to have to make a witch checkbox at the top. Yep. You know? mm -hmm. and, and while we're at it, let's add all of the sex pronouns you know so male yes. female intersex let's do it because it needs to be done anyway but also are they a witch but also is she a witch and then on top of that like there needs to be a subcategory like is she a witch but then is she a good witch or a bad witch because that's yeah. really important to know as well um witch slash wizard slash warlock is that yeah. acceptable i don't know like anamorph you know yeah you need to add all those things so um, listen up, America. This is happening, and it's happening now. American Medical Association, get with the times. Yeah, you. They must have a Twitter. Let's 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 tweet at them. You know, dear American Medical Association. We are an independent, um, very slightly listened to podcast. Um, we're here. We're queer. We're not going anywhere. But we have some suggestions. And you should take them. Thank you. Number one. <laughs> no, number one. Is she a witch? Um, number two. Does she have a gunshot wounds? Okay. Um, Moving on. Is she not a witch? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, right. Um, yeah. Duh. Hashtag. Whoa. Okay. Um, anyhow. So that 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 was that was spooky bitch. Um and uh, uh let's see. I mean, I don't like what else is there to talk about here? There was the three bodies in the morgue. They all apparently got animated when Witch Lady was like 
I'm on a roll and I'm in control. Um, but then we only ever see one of them. The guy that got his face blown by himself because he probably committed suicide. No, they said he didn't because they found strychnine in his toxicology report. Oh. Gunshot oh. wound was post-mortem. Dang. Yeah, for like, th- there was like a moment there where it got very like um, Law and Order SVU episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wasn't. I was I was there for it. Like I wasn't mad about it. Um, but also, it had like no. It had no real structure to it in nope. a way. Yeah. Um. I did like how the movie did open, and it was like, oh, we're at the crime scene, and then there was <laughs> there was that one moment where they're like, who is she? And 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 the police officer like looks up at the camera and goes, I don't know. For now, she's a Jane Doe. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, heavy-handed, heavy-handed, brah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this was a fun little ditty. And... I mean, it's a good way to spend an hour and a half. Yeah, like, I enjoyed it greatly. I sat on the couch with my bowl of... I think I had made lentil soup that night. So I was just, mm-hmm. like, eating my soup, watching my movie... Watching my programs. I took out my knitting. You know, I had a mm-hmm. nice little grandma evening by myself. Um, my programs. Yeah, my programs and my shows. Uh, yeah, my 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 programs are are different than other grandmas. You know, um, is it just Drag Race on repeat? Mm. Um, speaking of Drag Race and drag queens, it's really cool that there was a drag queen on Capitol Hill for the beginning of uh, Trump's impeachment testimonies. Um, Have you been name... watching them? No, but so okay. So the so the drag queen that was there was there for this new app called Hap, which I think is supposed to be short for Happenings or Happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and her name is Pissy Miles. She is a queen that is pretty popular. Um, that that doesn't sound nice. She she works and works consistently. In the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a mutual friend, uh, the woman who is the owner of the Paranormal Museum in Asbury Park. And um, Pissy Miles actually has a spooky podcast called My Spooky Gay Family. Um, and we've kind of been like talking a little bit back and forth through the Instagram DMS about like our favorite scary movies and stuff, which has been lovely. Mm -hmm. But then like the Facebook was blowing up with like drag queen on Capitol Hill. And I was like, what is pissy miles? How cool is that? So then I told her like, you do your thing, boo, you go. Um, And she was like, thanks darling. And I was like, we have a drag queen podcasting spooky friend kind of not really um but i would love to be friends and i don't know if they actually listen to our podcast or not but hit us up in the dms and it would be real cool to talk to you about your life and stuff so that is that um oh my god us off track that's okay um how about recommendations? Let's do recommendations. Um, film or television or podcast, etc., etc. Podcast, uh, toil and trouble podcast, as always, mm-hmm. because Tori is a lovely person and I enjoy spending time with them every week. Mm-hmm. Um, 
TV, I have been watching the new Mandalorian series on Disney Plus. Oh. Um, I'm actually watching Lizzie McGuire for the first time. Oh my god, Lizzie McGuire. Um, I can't handle it all at once because I'm not 11. So. It, it, yeah, and and like for us, it's too many awkward middle school feels. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For yeah. me specifically, I understand. I I I I get that. Like I I think of you, and I'm like, no, this isn't appropriate. Stop. No. No. Um, <laughs> this is inappropriate. We can't talk about it. Um. Nope. That's that's all I got going for me this week. I've um, been very busy with moving, so yeah. I haven't really had time to sit down and watch the telly as much as I would like. Mm. How um, about you? Do you have a recommendation for me? What are my recommendations this week? So we also got Disney+. Plus. Um, Arthur's just been watching a lot of Marvel movies in between mm-hmm. doing homework because he's my big goofy teddy bear that loves Marvel comics. Um He'll probably hate that I said that, but that's too bad. You married me. Haha, ha, you can't take it back. Too bad, so sad. Um, I really want to watch that Imagineers documentary. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, and mainly because there was like a Instagram ad for it, and there was a segment about how they made the new Beauty and the Beast ride in I think it's Disney Japan. Okay. But the Beast Robot looks so cool. Okay. So I just want to see it. Um, I'm going to add that to my list. In terms of things that I've actually been ingesting in the in the last week, um, I've continued to watch Castle Rock Season 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and as expected, shit has completely got unreal, but in a very good way. Okay. So I would definitely watch it at some point if you are intrigued at all. That's on I Hulu. Am. I'm probably going to end up waiting till it's over. Mm-hmm. And I can mm-hmm. binge watch both seasons. And and that makes perfect sense because I watched a couple of episodes today and then I was like, oh, fuck. Now there's not the end. I know. Um, that was my one complaint about the Mandalorian series because I texted mm-hmm. my brother Dylan and I was like, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And he's like, what do you mean? And I had to explain to him the whole theory of like us watching it together. Yeah. Like, and yeah. then I he said he already watched it. And I was like, what the fuck? How did you watch all of it already? Did not realize only one episode comes out a week. So uh, I, I don't know. understand. I don't understand that. I don't know why streaming services are doing that. I thought the whole point of streaming services was to get away from that model. Yeah. Um. So like, did... stop, stop. Everyone is basically like, uh, April fooling us. Not I fair. Did start Dollface, which is bingeable right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I promised Arthur I won't watch Dollface until his semester is over because mm-hmm. we'll end up wanting to watch the whole thing at once. Right. Um. Um. Verifiable mm-hmm. because I love Cat Denning so much. Well, right. Exactly. And like, it's gonna start, and then it just won't stop until it's done. And we don't have the time right now to like be like, oops, we lost a day. Right. Um, Kat Dennings reminds me of like, like our hot, like our joint hot friend that we could talk about, but use first and last name. Yeah. Oh, you know, our friend Kat Dennings. Yeah. You know, she's, uh, she's just like, you know, she's kind of popular. Um, she's done some stuff like she's cool. You know, she's really um, down to earth. She's a cat lady. You she, know. She's a, she's a friend of the pod and all that stuff. Um, I wish she was a friend of the pod. Mm, could you imagine? I no, wish. I couldn't. I would just die. 
you if we had if we had her on as a guest it would just you it would, it would just be silence from your end and i'd have I to wouldn't keep the even conversation be able, going yeah i wouldn't even be able to articulate a thought you'd be whatsoever. like uh, uh, mm, uh, i liked you in that one movie which one all of them yeah basically um <laughs> um oh shoot so yeah TV otherwise, I don't know if I have any other recommendations for this week. I mean, I just at night, I like to put on the Great British Baking Show. Um, That's a good wind down time. Yeah. Oh, 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 actually. Okay. I do have one exciting tidbit. Um, Netflix dropped the third season of The Toys That Made Us. Okay. And the first two episodes are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then Power Rangers. Oh, did you create these yourself? Right. I was like, this is not fair. Like, I need to watch immediately, but we've only watched the Turtles episode. And, oh, I had all of the nostalgic feels. Um, And it made me wish that I had money to collect toys. And then I realized I don't have the money or the space. Or Um, the time. Yeah, like, I don't have the time to track that shit down. Like, even the internet makes, like, it's not, you can't, like, find everything, you know? So, um, but yeah, so that's really fun. If you're in our age bracket, it's definitely a fun little watch. And if you haven't watched the first two seasons, they explore things like the He-Man toy series, Hello Kitty as a whole, um, uh, Shira. I mean, just just wonderful nostalgia all the time. Just do it and watch it. Um, podcasts. I feel like I've just been like doing the usual thing where I half listen to episodes during the day while I'm working and then I never finish them, which is not always the greatest because then I'm like, I have nothing to listen to. And then I realize like I have the half of 10 episodes of all different podcasts to finish and then that's not fun, but I've been listening to my favorite murder like normal. Um, All of the stuff from when they did their live shows at their My Favorite Weekend thing were really fun. So that was that was a nice listen this week. And then like I haven't watched a movie in a hot second. So like I have nothing to give you there. But those are recommendations. Boop. Um, Yeah. And I mean... We can close this out. Uh, I Again, like, I don't feel it appropriate to open the library for this episode. Like, who are we reading here? You know? A dead body? <laughs> like, dear Salem witch dead body lady, you're blue. Da-boo-dee-da-boo-dee. Like, that's not fun. Right. Sorry um, that your insides are broken. Sorry sorry, all your insides are broken. Your grill is fucked. Um, you no, that fucked up front <laughs> um oh my god i do love how she had the the gap between her two front teeth because every time i see that i have it a little bit myself but there was that old commercial for a makeup brand and i forget what who it was for but there's that woman in the commercial that has a humongous gap between her two front teeth and she goes get the london look that's rimmel oh my god and you remember how there was all those like before memes were really memes, but they were basically memes of like people like putting like a screwdriver and and a hammer between their front teeth to oh. get the London look. Oh yeah, ow. Um, I hope nobody actually did that. That'd be terrible. 
But I was just like, oh my God, Jane Doe's got the London look. Um, but that's not really reading her because that's almost like a compliment. But bitch, you got the London look. Um, good for you, railroad teeth. Good for you. Oh, see, you're better at this than I am. This is nice. Um, uh, that wasn't dear, nice. I'm sorry. Dear Austin's girlfriend, shut the fuck up. That's really all I have for you. Um, dear Austin's dad, buy a new sweater that's not from 1984. Oh, he. See, I just I felt kind of bad for him. He was just like dealing with life post his wife passing away, and he had to kill his cat, and you know, um, and all the things. Had a really bad day. He had a really bad day. Um, but also, question: How how was Jane Doe um, bringing whatever song she had up on the radio when she never had that music when she died before she died? Like that's like some like. 40s, 50s, 60s bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. The only thing I can think of is that one of the times that somebody dug her up, she really liked that song. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like, yeah. So that's the other thing. Did they ever really place where this movie was? I'm assuming it was in Massachusetts. If not, then that's double weird. That don't make no sense. Yeah, Um, I don't know. But yeah, so... um, I guess this kind of... This movie kind of rang my bell. Um, and all I, we need to name the episode that only so that in my head I can sing "Ring My Bell," the disco tune, um, and feel fun about it. Okay, Got it. but also like it kind of makes sense. I was thinking like "Ring My Bell" or like "Cause of Death," but "Ring My Bell" is better. So anyway, Cause of death is being a fucking witch. <laughs> yeah, and then like. But clearly, like, she obviously wasn't, because we all know the Salem witch trials were not really witches, you know. Uh, some of them might have been. I don't not believe in Wiccanism and witchcraft, but, like, most of it was just people being like, I don't like you. I think you're a witch because I'm a horrible person and I want you gone. Um, it was mass hysteria. And... Uh, if you yeah. want a comprehensive history on the Salem Witch Trials, you can head on over to the Toil and Trouble podcast about it because Tori and Megan did an episode on it. Truth. I did listen to that, actually. Yes. It was good. What a, what a time. Um, I also did finally finish the Dark Eyed Children episode. Uh-huh. And then I also listened to the most recent one about the disappearance of that family. And, uh-huh. Well, well, not the whole family, but the wife and mm-hmm. Susan Cox Powell. Yeah, yeah, that was what a sad that, story. That was a story and a half. Yeah, um, and I will say this: I know at some point they did that on both Crime Junkies and My Favorite Murder. Uh-huh. But Tori's episode, well, you were there too. But the toilet I, I was trouble- there. But I mean, <laughs> I, I was only there to, to be there. Did most of the research. Um, but but the Toil and Trouble episode was definitely the best out of the three. I agree. And it's not because I was there. But it's because um, Tori is excellent at research. And um, she just has me there for emotional support, I think. I mean, I get it. Like, you need <laughs> you need some... When, when you have basically created a dissertation on a topic every week, you need an emotional support friend. That's what I'm here for. Emotional yeah, support, comma, friends. Friends. <laughs> friends are for that. Um, all right. Yeah, so this week, this week we're doing a, it's a three-part series on the... Oh, Jean Bonnet. Jean Bonnet, yeah. 
Oh, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited for you to be excited. Did you listen to the end of Susan Cox Powell episode? Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you gave you gave Tori a taste of her own medicine. <sighs> Sometimes you just gotta give your friends some erotic friend fiction. I just how did how did Hump Mansion happen? I don't understand. You know, there's like a whole thing, but it's not my thing. I didn't start it. Tori started yeah. it. Um, it well, started off as like a a gag for Megan's birthday and it snowballed because they stayed at uh I it's not Hump Mansion. I can't even think of what it's called now. Lemp Mansion in oh. St. Louis. Gotcha. And all I can think about is uh Hump Mansion and that's not really what it's called. So, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's just invaded my personal life. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna put it out there. I'm still available to support with being a co-host at uh, any it. point in time. And I would hope that if I were to be a guest host at some point along with you or not, that I would get my own story within the Hump Mansion universe. Um, because that's well, fun. Well, I mean, you just said it, so be careful what you wish for. I I know. I probably just... But, like, uh, um, I, would, I would be fine with that. I think okay. it would be fun and funny. I hope you're okay with it because, I mean, maybe I'll be the one who writes it. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? All I know is is that it's ridiculous and wonderful. Um, right. And I mean, if we want to just round this out really quick with, mm-hmm. we could have avoided this. Um, I think it's pretty damn obvious how this all could have been avoided. Um, and that would be that Jane Doe didn't arrive to this family's coroner's morgue office thing. Also, what a weird concept. Yeah, that was the other thing. I'm like sitting there in the beginning and I'm like wait so he's the town coroner but he doesn't work in the police department mm-hmm. and and then I was like I guess we all don't live in semi to full metropolitan areas where that is the case and like maybe the police departments do need help from local businesses but also like who was like you know what I'm going to do with my life I'm going to open up a morgue and I'm going to be a coroner and it's going to be great. <clears throat> what a family business. Yeah. That, you know, to pass that down through the generations H- here, son, hand me the bone saw. Um, let's crack this lady's skull open. Let's, let's <coughs> crack into it. Shall we? <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically. Um, yeah, that was also, I was like, Oh no. And like, the the adept hand that Austin had when he sliced open Jane Doe's like skull flesh. I was like, ew. No. Skull flesh. Skull flesh. That's like a band name. Totally is. If it's not, then it should be. Well, we just called it. Um called it dibs. Dibs. Also, like, I don't think we need to think about having an offshoot podcast at any point in time in the near future. Um, but Paranormal Pansies is not a podcast. So how is that not a podcast? You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, maybe we will. Maybe we'll start an offshoot paranormal podcast where we only talk about paranormal things and we'll be the paranormal pansies. I don't know. I'm just putting that into the universe as well. I'm putting a lot of things out into the ether. I guess we'll see what comes back at me. I don't Um, hate it. Let's bookmark that. 2020 is a new year. We'll bookmark it. Um, TM. 
copyright done. Um, mm-hmm. All right. But, you know, it is 9.25 on this Sunday evening. And um, I think that, uh, for lack of a better term, we've beat this Jane Doe to death. So... Ooh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, you're done. You're, you're done. done. Stick a fork in her. She's done. Yeah, somebody probably did stick a fork in her. That poor woman. Oh, guaranteed. Um, did they have forks back then? Dingle hoppers. Oh, oh, is that just the name change? But they had them already. Sure. Is that what happened? I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I all right. Dingle like hopper is the Danish um term for a fork because uh, mm. the Mermaid is actually a Danish folktale. I was gonna say, and technically, Disney never really says where the Little Mermaid, their version, takes place, but it's not America, so. No, none of them are. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never think I, I don't know if I ever really thought about that hard enough to realize that right now, but yeah, like. Oh, I what... lied. Princess and the Frog, definitely American. Oh, well, right. Yeah, that's New Orleans. I was going to say, what's what's wrong with America? There can't be any American uh, Disney princesses. I mean... Yana, I... and she's great. And then I guess technically Pocahontas as well, but that's a whole different thing. Oof, that's a whole um, pain of worms we're not getting into. Yeah. Disney really disney that one, because we all know how that did not end the way it's supposed to. Right. Um, all right. Well, Ashley, um, as usual, lovely chatting with you. As per usual, my good sir, until next mm-hmm. week. We we are both in states of flux in our lives right now, but that's not a bad thing. Um, so hopefully things will get a little bit more back to normal with the holidays coming around. And uh, hopefully everything's slowing down a little bit because that's what usually happens around the holidays. But, you know, Thanksgiving is very soon. So who knows what type of movie we might be talking about next week because of Thanksgiving things. I mean, who has even heard of a Thanksgiving horror movie? Not I. Not I. Yeah. Um, put a pin in that and we'll come back to it. Um, all right. So um, I hope that you have a lovely rest of your evening and that you don't actually have a sinus infection like you think you do and that you get over your cold very quickly. I think it's too late for me, friend. No. I've come too far. Why? (laughs) Well, it is what it is. And with that, (laughs) keep on creeping on, bumpkins, and we'll Mm -hmm. see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.